that really pisses on my poncho. That really pisses on my poncho. I mean, admitted a great turn of phrase, though. That guy sucked, but like. I was ready to take that man out of the crowd. Frog march. Frog marching. Yeah. As I said. Yes. I mean, you're absolutely right. But I love that you expressed yourself so freely. I was sick and a little drunk, okay? I love the idea of frog marching about. Hey, guys. Welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians organize pop culture's junk drawer. My name is Andrew Crawford, and with me, as always, are... Mary Johnston. And... Kelly Connedy. So, Kelly, would you say, um, just off the day, based on our earlier conversation, that a man squatting to pee at your feet in public... That, rather that he, the that unacceptability that, of that. That, yeah. that is an unacceptable thing to do, is a hill you would easily die on. Uh, listen... Teenage boys at Summerfest who are pissing on people's shoes and asking randos for vodka. Well, were they pissing on your shoes? They were pissing on my poncho. <laughs> pissing on your poncho. They were pissing on my poncho, potentially throwing up on my shoes, asking randos for vodka. Not acceptable. That is a hill I will die on. Pinch, ner- giving you a nerve pinch. Yeah, giving neck. you a Vulcan nerve pinch. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's that's downright topical because uh, today's episode, of course. Hills we will die on. Yeah. So what hill. is a what? What is what does the meaning of the term "hill we will die on"? <laughs> it is something that I personally, or any of you, will uh, defend to the ends of the earth. Is how I take it. Hmm. Is I believe it so strongly that it is not something you will ever tell me, and that is a hill. Like it is going up the hill, I will die on it. And oftentimes, this can be unpopular opinions too. Yes. These are things that you know that you might not want to. Be, you might not want to have to defend, but you feel a need to. I feel moral, a righteous indignation at the thought of uh, a world without this idea, or, or which this idea is not correct. Yes. It's typically the Battle of Hamburger Hill, right? Is like, this is a hill I will or will not die on. So if you're having an argument, you don't care that much, you're like, not a hill I will die on, but this is a hill we will die on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something that we will ruin our lives over, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, the first one on our list is mine. Um, and that is the argument about what color watermelon is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kelly, what color is watermelon? Green. Ugh. God. <laughs> you know, you're, you're potentially the worst. Yeah, you're, you're, you're proposed. <laughs> what you're... is the inside of a typical watermelon? It's pink. What is the, Andrew, what's the color of the inside of a typical watermelon? I hate to tell you this. It's red. It's not. It's pink. <laughs> it's so, it's, so red. It's as pink as the frozen rosé drink <laughs> in your parrot mug. <laughs> it is the reddest thing I can think of next to like, I don't know, a tomato or blood. Do you, do you really believe? Like, <laughs> that, I, yes. Like, I, I'm very worried about you. <laughs> I'm frankly horrified. This that, is a question. Now, most people. Is Andrew colorblind? Not even a little bit. Regular blind almost, but not colorblind. <laughs> His eyes aren't. Super great, yeah. Um, but colors. Hmm. But this is this is not just a a singular event among our this group. Um, we've had this fight many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can ask almost anybody, any group of people. Yes. What color they think the inside of a typical watermelon is, and you will get either pink or red, and it blows my mind because I feel like the people like I have not met someone who didn't think you were absolutely crazy for thinking the other way. This is a blue de- blue and black dress versus white and gold dress thing, I think. It, but also, you know. Yeah, but there's no scientific explanation other than subjectivity. Yeah. I actually think it's a it's a gender divide. I, I kind of noticed. Yeah. But I thought you ran into a bunch of men who said pink. I did run into a bunch of men mm. who said pink. I, I also ran into a bunch of women who said red. So I don't know uh. if it's a gender divide. I think it's I think it's like a perception thing. I suspect that there has to be some science behind it, but like there's not 
like how you how you differentiate yes. between the two. But I wanted to start with this one because I think it's a funny thing because it's a category question. What category of what color <laughs> what category, category do you put watermelon into? And I will die on the hill that watermelon is pink. And if you think otherwise, you're nuts. Also, uh, I think a good choice because I will die on the hill that it is in fact red only because. I've been asked a question so many times. There is one time that I came into this house and they both basically <laughs> shouted at me, what color is a watermelon? And I did say green and they both got very mad at me <laughs> because it was not phrased to me. What color is the inside of a watermelon? Okay, dad. Yeah. Jeez. A watermelon is green, guys. Or, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I think we also get the opportunity of a yellow watermelon, which is just delicious. Just, that's yeah. why I said typical watermelon. Typical, Because I knew yeah. that that's... Because Kelly likes to be contrary sometimes. Mm-hmm. I knew she was yeah, going to yeah, be like, yeah. it depends on the watermelons. Your watermelons are yellow. And then I'd be like, ha So you admit... I had it all planned out. I was yeah. like, ha So you admit that there is a typical color for a watermelon that <laughs> yellow is an exception to. Yeah, yeah. And then... But she... she I weaseled my way out a different way. (laughs) But she didn't didn't do that, so it worked out. (laughs) Do you recall how this whole thing started? Yes. I was laying casually on the bed, (laughs) and I asked you, and I was reading something on my phone about people disagreeing what color watermelon was, and I asked you what color you thought watermelon was, and you said red, and I yelled, God damn it! Because <laughs> I thought I was like, these people think red watermelon what bobos. Like, God, I would never have anyone in my life who thinks watermelon is red. And the person closest to you in your life. Man, I can actually date when this happened. It was, uh, <laughs> last, it was last year's state fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was two years ago state fair. So let me ask you a question. If you held up a strawberry, two pieces of watermelon... Would you say the two are completely are sufficiently different colors such yeah. that yes. they, that's insane to me? That's absolutely crazy. The strawberry is definitely red. The strawberry is red as hell. Yeah. You think a watermelon and a strawberry are the same color? Yes. To yeah. me, that absolutely. That, to me, that proves that we're more correct. I just feel like I feel like because a watermelon's or a watermelon is definitely pink and a strawberry is definitely red, and the fact that you think that those two colors are the same worries me. Do you think mm. a strawberry and a tomato are the same color? Yes. Okay. You do. Well, Mary. Uh, I mean, same color category. Same color, yeah, close tomatoes enough. are like, to, tomato they're and strawberry are different reds. Yes. Yeah, strawberries are darker red, tomato is a brighter red, but they're both reds. But the fact that you said yes and I said not really ah. to me says that I have a more, I'm just like categorize things more, you know, granularly. That's fair. That's fair. Studies have shown that women do that for color more than men do. Just true, by it's, the way. It's true. No, I, and I'm willing to see that, like, I, I guess, like, I will concede that my my sense of color is not as refined as yours. Just in general, I, I'm That's happy to, to admit that. Um, <laughs> what color is I, this? <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> I bought the fabric, so I know what color it is. <laughs> it's grayish. Grayish. Grayish, like gray beige. Yeah. Grayish. What? Grayish is a color. Oh my god! It's, that's, a, it's, it's like, a very popular color right like now. A, That's hilarious. It's like a brownie, a brownie, brownie gray. gray. A brownie gray. As opposed to a. Bluey gray. Like yeah. a brownie you buy from or an institutional gray. cafeteria. Or a blondie gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really more of a salted nut roll gray, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> really more of a, oh, what was the, what's the the, the, the bougie salted nut roll? Um, bougie salted nut roll. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, my friend. It's a very common uh, candy I bar. thought, I, I, no, I think that's a think a, a I think a salted nut, <laughs> I think a salted nut, that is the most bougie candy. <laughs> um, I, I think a salted nut roll is a more bougie version of a uh, a Zagat bar, right? Payday is a payday. Yeah. payday, yeah. Payday but, uh, is the like brand name, salted nut roll. Oh. Huh. 
And that's it, this is not about water. But I will this say this is I, not about penis. This I, is about water. I will die on the hill that a Pearson salt nut roll is better than a payday. I swear you just said penis, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> a penis nut roll. I swear this isn't about penis. Right, oh, a, pe- a penis salt and nut roll, please. Um, <laughs> a hill I will die on. Uh, what categories do we have for it? Uh, well, if if I may, uh, because I still stand in opposition to your perspective on this, uh, and it's a point of some contention, which I I, I kind of feel compelled to apologize for. Almost, and we don't have yeah. a lot of contentious points, but no. this is one that I can't just let go. This feels um, like a marital fight to me. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> You're like you guys need to go to counseling for this. <laughs> what if we went to counseling for this and we're like, they're like, well, okay, hello, like, how do you guys have any outstanding issues? And we're like. Just, just one series. Just, the just one. This, this is it. <laughs> and we were like, "What color is a watermelon?" And then that poor person would have to answer. Oh and, man! And oh one man! Of, one of and then you would just start raging and flipping things. And then we'd like go out to dinner, and we'd be like <laughs> trying to have a nice dinner, and people would be like listening. Versions of us would be listening in on our conversations at other tables, and they'd be like, "I can't. She she always takes your side. I can't believe watermelon's red. That's such garbage." <laughs> They're like, "I wonder what the other the underlying issue there." It's like, no. It's just it's, it's just to the our, surface. Anyway, um, so this, since this is a, a long-standing battle, I chose as a theme for my category specific hills or types of hills <laughs> that relates to like what is the nature of the hill that so you are dying on in this that in this case Butte, Iowa? it could not in this case I went with just a neighboring hill because of course we are both on opposing hills. <laughs> a neighboring hill. Like I'm on a neighboring hill. He's on, to a, you. He's on a neighboring hill. He's, I'm dying on a on hill. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are each a nipple on. The I should have said Grand Tetons. Yelling at each other. Yeah, grand Tetons. Like, grand Tetons. Do you want to go? Uh, go and change this to Grand Tetons. These are Grand Tetons. Yeah. Tetons. Tetons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tetons. We workshop here. Grand Tatties. <laughs> the <laughs> Grand Tatters. Grand Tatters. Really, really big tittle tattles. Oh, Tattlers. Uh. <laughs> Monster Tatas. <laughs> uh, I called this uh, the penitentiary of Paul Hollywood. <laughs> it's a food-based one. I liked it. And it's, it's food. It's just food penitentiary. Like pedantry. Thank you, pedantry. <laughs> where it's you know, it's just about being picky. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I call, mm. Sorry to tell you, it does not matter. Uh, call, uh, 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 our counselor begs to differ with you on that. Our, Kelly imagine, our imaginary uh, <laughs> counselor disagrees with you. Um, I think this is something, at least in my own life, that I have seen make people quite angry. Yeah. Um, but it's it's something that can't ever be won because it's entirely about perception and it's a subjective question. There's no tr- grand truth out there. So it's a fight that you have just basically to fight, and I called it a frienders game. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think you're gonna get that one, Mary. I, I like that one. Do you agree, Kelly? I agree. I do enjoy the, the Grand Tetons. It's a pretty good one. There will be other opportunities other for, opportunities. for, for right. mountains and hills. Right, so I'm, I don't care that you think watermelon is red. I don't care that you think watermelon is pink. I kind of care that you think watermelon is red, but you, I don't super care. You know what is red? My heart that I gave to you. Aww. Aww. You know what is red? blood in it. <laughs> oh, damn it. You know, what, also you know what is red? What's that? The fact that I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> oh, look at you! Uh, I will do anything for love, but I won't. I won't admit that watermelon is not pink. <laughs> and that is that. Uh, so my so hey guys, this is me. My turn. Um, my 
hill I will die on is that the musical artist Meatloaf is a goddamn musical genius. Uh, this uh, I first became aware that this is a hill I would die on. Uh, Jesus, like fifteen goddamn years ago. So it's a long running situation. Uh, Half a year. Or half your life. <laughs> yeah. Half well, mm, slightly less than half slightly my life. Slightly less. Uh, where I was at my, my one of my best friends, uh, uh, former uh, guest host on guest on space, the show Space Bras, Felina Sanders, on the Solaris episode, was having her uh, BFA graduation show at the University of Kentucky. And I think she was telling me a story in which she was hanging out with somebody and they both agreed that one clear, undeniable fact was that meatloaf sucked. And I got <laughs> furious. I'm not inclined Flew to get angry. Into a rage. Yeah, I'm not inclined to get angry about most of anything except for the color of watermelon uh, or pissed upon ponchos but I just I, I this really I, pissed on your poncho it really pissed on my poncho I, I just like in without even testing I was like oh you are wrong Meatloaf is a brilliant you know why because we live in a world full of just beautiful people making beautiful kind of okay music and here's this guy he's weird He's, he's, he's like, he's, he's, real a, weird. he's weird. He's a theater nerd. He sings this sort of crazy operatic voice with songs about like, you know, having sex in a car with baseball announcers and also like being the phantom of the opera and doing anything for love, but not doing that, which when I was a child, uh, I thought meant murder. Kill which, a guy. <laughs> yeah. So like to me, Meatloaf is this, is this fantastic example of somebody who is just like genuinely kind of original in context and needs to be celebrated. Like that is like, I, I genuinely do enjoy early Meatloaf music, not so much later things, but like it's weird it's crazy. I remember when I was in high school in my uh, sophomore year so sophomore year social studies class, my weird teacher, for reasons I've long since forgotten, played the entirety of Paradise by the Dashboard Light for a room like full it. of teachers. He was a weird guy. That a uh, and that's choice. a really weird thing to do. But he made us sit through the entirety of it. And I was like, it, I'm like, sure it was to teach you to not. Patience? Like, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Patience. I'm sure it was to teach you to not get married in high school. Yeah. I mean, that was probably his, his his underlying subtext, yeah. I could kind of see it being like similes with the baseball announcers. Yeah, with mm. World War One was about the time I think we listened to it again. I don't know. But yeah, and that's when I first was really introduced to him in a way that I could appreciate music. I was like, well, this is weird, but I kind of love it. And I just, it's never stopped. You know, so I just feel like my the hill I will die in is that Meatloaf has produced some fantastic music and needs to be celebrated for being genuinely kind of a weird theater nerd who managed to become a rock star. That's 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 great and commendable. I also like Meatloaf. This is something that's not contentious in our marriage. Um, <laughs> I think that Meatloaf is like if Billy Joel and Andrew Lloyd Webber got mushed into one person and then turned out to be okay. <laughs> like somehow turned out to be not very deeply, deeply mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we have to put kind of a big old asterisk on this, though, where it's like death of the artist type of thing? Oh, right. Meatloaf the man oh, is, yes. not, is not oh, great. Yes, that's, not good, that is... but that's Meatloaf, Meatloaf hence, the artist. Hence excellent. Yeah. Musical genius. Yeah. And as really, opposed to regular genius. All, all seasons genius. Yes. I think we have to acknowledge what we're, really, what we're specifically saying is that the f- bat out of hell, one, two, and three. <laughs> some of his other stuff too I like the song he did with Cher yeah of course and also you danced you danced uh, with your father at our wedding to a Meat Love song that's yep. true so I mean we're not kidding around here it's it's legitimate stuff um, but yeah no, he, he exists in this weird spot and no one else is really quite like him you know so I, come I at me I remember being very drunk and coming back to your house after going on a Milwaukee Brewing company tour um, and uh Coming back to your house and dancing to Meatloaf records. Yeah. Yep. 
And and dancing to meatloaf also means like screeching meatloaf as loud as you can yes. at the top of your lungs. Yes. Oh yeah. So it's impossible to dance to meatloaf and not sing along a little bit. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. So for my category. If I may lead into that again, what type of hill is this? A type of hill where you can, uh, where, where the where a piece of media, some sounds can can echo forth boldly and really support the righteousness of your perspective and your opinion. What is my category? My category is the Alps, like for yodeling. <laughs> Got it. But instead of yodeling for a big old horn. instead of yodeling, <laughs> Paradise by the Dashboard Light blasted <laughs> all the way to ten. All through ten. Yeah. Uh, to touch on the fact that he is a big old musical theater nerd and also his name, uh, my category is food, glorious food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I focused on the type of person who would die on a hill like this. (laughs) And it's a person who thinks that they are, have excellent taste, but also can recognize like moments of glory and things that other people think are garbage potentially like they have such excellent you know what I mean like you have such excellent taste that you can look down on things that other people it's not like you're just like picking the safe good stuff you're Mm -hmm. able to like dick into things that are more risky Mm -hmm. stuff and you consider yourself a person of taste and reassignment can reassign things to different different things different places you have such good taste Uh, I like the Alps for this for you I'll take it yeah Yodelahi, yeah. <laughs> Yodelahi, woo. <laughs> uh, uh, I have the next subject, which is that big morning meetings must provide breakfast. Uh, I work at a company of about 100 people in our office. They love to schedule meetings for us at 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And you come into the office because you have to rush to get in there to make sure you're there on time. And then they don't provide breakfast. Rude. And that is some bullshit. Rude. Mm. Rough. If you are asking people to come together that early in the morning, you must provide breakfast. Lunch is kind of a different thing. Like, I think breakfast is the most important. Like, if I went to a 1130 meeting and there's not lunch there, that is fine. Sure. But if you went to a, a meeting that ran from 1130 to 130, there would have to have there lunch. would have to be lunch. I'd also say if you go to a meeting at 1130 and there's not lunch, that's fine because there should be brunch. Hot <laughs> Do you get a, get a lot of brunch at your office? No, 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 no. <laughs> Bloody Mary bar. Let's <laughs> casual office eggs Benedict. <laughs> um, be what kind of breakfast would be acceptable to you in this? So I think that it has to be at least donuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if possible, fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not think we, you need like a full catered breakfast. You don't there need does a not hot need to be meal. sausage and eggs and all of that. What sausage? What's <laughs> sausage? <laughs> uh, just you know something that you can nibble on. It might not be your full breakfast, but it's some food. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You'll you'll expect accept the equivalent of a continental breakfast. Yes, I would love a continental breakfast. Is it better to have a crummy breakfast or no breakfast? In this situation, a crummy, breakfast. a crummy breakfast. Okay, because right. at least they try. Yeah, I'm just also thinking, usually you can salvage something. Yeah, true. I think by the time we went to a conference and the breakfast bread was one dry croissant, tiny for everybody, and uh, you got one chance to pick it up. And if you missed it, maybe nothing. I changed my mind on that. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty. That's an insult. Well, that is pretty uh, insulting. But but that's I mean, at a conference. Yeah, that's not work. That's, that's not a. That's not a expensive. meeting. Expensive. That's something yeah. you paid a lot of money to go to. <laughs> uh, and they probably told you, don't worry, we have breakfast mm-hmm. provided. Yeah. It's yeah, so a slightly different situation. Uh, I think to be told there's breakfast and then it be crummy 
is worse than them to be like, we're not providing breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. to have someone be like, there's going to be breakfast and making a big deal out yeah. of it. And and don't, yeah. don't even worry about it. We got you covered. We got yeah. this. Versus just being like, yeah. ha- eat before you come. Yes. There's like a handful of raisins and you're like, oh my God, what is this? Am I a baby? <laughs> what kind of a weird <laughs> breakfast would that be? <laughs> oh, mean? it's just some dried nuts. We'll hand them right to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. baby bird them. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, Ray, there are like raisin. Uh, this is actually, I'm realizing now this is madness, but I feel like raisin toast would be like a weird thing. What's the worst version of that? Just raisins for breakfast. I like raisin toast. It's great, but it'd be raisin weird to get that like so as, a, as, a, as a professional, in a professional context. Is there anything to put peanut butter on? Is there anything better to put peanut butter on than raisin toast? The answer is no. Directly on my tongue. Oh, that's true. From yeah. a spoon. Yeah. Peanut butter, peanut butter can only be delicious. Mm. What if the breakfast was just... What if the breakfast they was just, just like, had a communal thing of peanut butter? <laughs> Honestly, if it was an enormous vat of peanut butter and they would just give you as many spoons as you wanted of it, like new ones, mm-hmm. I would be like, this is a great breakfast. <laughs> Maybe we're cracking into something kind of new and innovative here. Like, you, you should you should serve breakfast. That breakfast can be peanut butter as long as you have enough spoons. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'd kind of be into a toast bar. A toast oh, bar is a great idea. Okay. Where you have all kinds of different jellies and jams and butters yeah. and breads. Breads and all that kind of fun Little stuff. Toaster. Yeah. Guys, should we go into catering? Maybe. <laughs> Specifically breakfast can one of, can, one of our, can one of our appetizers be just a mini- miniature thing of peanut butter with a spoon in it that you can <laughs> somebody? all of our appetizers be <laughs> Just a little peanut butter. Uh, I agree with you on this point, but I also think that this is like... This requires you to really think about people's like needs. You're doing a, you, what you're basically saying is like, how dare you not do the emotional labor necessary here? <laughs> and I like that you are pitching this out here as like you're like, this is a human right. This is a worker's <laughs> right to have breakfast. To have <laughs> breakfast, you are imagining a world that is better than the one. Karl Marx had. over here. I'm Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, for, but for breakfast, you're a breakfast socialist. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I want to, I want to live in a world where this is not a hill you have to die this, on. This is may, a hill that everyone marches up gladly. If I may, a Benedict Bolshevik. <laughs> <laughs> you should have uh, saved that and said that that was your, Oh, I should have. I had category. Category. Oh no. A but, sausage roll socialist. That's good too. Uh, but I, I thought about this. I liked, I liked it coming so at it quick. from like a, from like a, hey, um, yeah, well, you were the Tetons too. You're like just workshopping stuff all over the place. Um, I like that you, your workers' rights. This is something that should be like in your contract as a worker with your workplace. So I called this a Oshopian future. Lovely. <laughs> we can only all live in a world where OSHA. Rights included things like if you're having a meeting before nine, has to have breakfast. Yes, <laughs> must be breakfast. Uh, oh, nice. I called it food glorious food because I don't want any goddamn gruel. <laughs> <laughs> I want some. <laughs> I want what they're sh- eating, feeding those governors. That's right. Uh, so for me, I, I've I've actually been in this situation numerous times, and I find it abhorrent. I agree that this is something that should just be taken for granted. That if you're going to have, if you're gonna, if you're going to get my ass to work on time not really time, or earlier and make me sit down for like an hour listen to boring shit most of the time give me give me like a bagel right um so often i find that you know basically the situation is you go into work you, you rush there you get there with the expectations you've, you've bypassed breakfast at home you've really really put the work in you get there and then there's nothing and you're just so disappointed so i chose for my category what hill is this this is sisyphus's hill <laughs> you're rolling a boulder up a hill of excitement of rushing to work to get there in time and then you get there there's no breakfast and that boulder just 
tumbles down. And the boulder's down. not even made out of a donut hole. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. So It's not a bagel. Can, can, a what? A what? <laughs> I've been trying to go. I've heard it. I've, I've been trying to go you into saying bagel for a while. Honestly, <laughs> you're like, God, do you know what your office doesn't go to Panera ever? What I would really love it is if you did have a boulder that was just made out of a donut hole, and then you would just be like catching, like, like flying, squirreling it with your mouth open. <laughs> yeah, this, I was like, pushing it up. I'm just gently going. <laughs> well, you always have energy to help you push it up by getting a little snack in. It gets right? a little heavy. You just take a couple bites. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What do we think? What was yours again, Mary? I think it has to be Mary's. Uh, Osho. Osho- uh, Oshopian future. Yeah. Uh, Mary gets that one. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> so. Miss Mary. Let's back to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, My hill is uh, you broadly speaking mm-hmm. the, humanity the, the human you <laughs> aren't too good for bravo shows so i like bravo shows um and i have a lot of reasons for liking bravo shows i don't think that they're high art but i enjoy them but what drives me crazy are when people are like don't like bravo shows which is okay but the way they feel that they can tell me that they don't like bravo shows is they're like oh it's just so you know trashy I just don't like it when I just don't like listening to people yell at each other is my least favorite I'm like that is hardly (laughs) hardly the point Mm. that's part of it but it's not the whole thing (laughs) and it just drives me crazy because like there are things that I think that you can have that you can feel like snobby about but I'm like don't just like brush all this all off everybody has trashy things that they like I can The trashy, the trashy television loving watching person inside me honors the trashy television watching person inside you. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like, don't act like you're too good for Bravo shows. It drives me nuts, and I will die on that hill because I think there's a Bravo show for absolutely everybody in the world. Here's my At problem with one. Bravo shows. Too many ads. <laughs> that is one of the problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, and they're all the exactly the same, and they're all awful. Uh, no, my real problem is. How do you start watching a Bravo show? There oh. is so much back season. Here's like thing, it's Kelly, true. It the answer is from the beginning. <laughs> you start at the very <laughs> beginning. You'd be amazed how fast a you get through. Very good yeah. place to start. <laughs> Before they get chin implants, you go back to when they have normal looking shaped faces. <laughs> faces, and then you can um, get the whole history. But it is true. Like you, like there is a lot of history, which is one of the reasons that I'm like I think it's more than just yelling. It's like yes, it's watching people compounding social problems over and over and over again until it yeah. becomes such a fever pitch that they have to fire cast members and yeah. hire new ones. See, I, I agree. Cause for me, uh, I also, in the past... Uh, Thought you were too good I, Yeah, I, I, genuinely, I, I genuinely But you did. watch Top Chef. I, exactly. See, there's always a Bravo show for somebody. <laughs> Top Chef's a good place to start. It's a great place. Project I think it's Runway. Project also Runway. Also a fantastic place to start, Which is now too. back where it yeah. belongs. Yes. But I will say that, Without like, the right people, though. Oh, yeah, but it probably was time. It was probably time. Inside the Actor Studio was a Bravo show. <laughs> That's for some people. Oh man, you remember? I it occurred to me the other day that there are people who didn't know what Bravo used to be. Mm. Oh yeah, oh, well, and oh, Bravo man. has changed. I remember when like oh, yeah. Queer Eye used to be the trashiest thing they had. And yeah, Queer Eye, and Queer Eye like that doesn't hasn't aged particularly well necessarily. I like the new iteration of it a lot. Yeah, and I like the old one too. But like that used to be kind of the like for the bit of fun, bit of yeah, fun yeah, yeah. was like, very trash, like trash like, somebody's ooh, apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like oh, this is a little bit like naughty and outside, but it was honestly just very wholesome. 
Yeah. yeah. But no, I, um, yeah, Bra- that's. You guys, Bravo used to show like opera performances. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what Bravo used to be. I it think does, that's hilarious. It that does just kind of like sense transition that yeah. way. It's like, like boop, boop, boop. Actually, what happened to Skinny Cohen? Is yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Happen. Like all of these sort of shows our child, the networks of our childhood that were purporting to uh, teach us things like Discovery or The, the Learning, Learning Channel. Channel or The History Channel, uh, it's changed. But I think uh, of all those changes, this has been the one that's best for humanity, arguably. Um, yeah, but so I also I also took the stance many years ago that I was too good for Bravo shows, and then um, while Mary and I would be lounging about our house, uh, she would want to put on like some Real Housewives, and I'd be like, sure, fine, because I'm not an asshole. Yes, yeah, so you uh, still allow me to watch some of it. You'd be oh like, gosh. not allowed. No, no, no. But you used to be like, I'd be like, can we watch some Bravs? And you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, of course, fine, whatever. Yeah. And I just sort of like wouldn't, you know, be in the background. And I'd be like reading or like giving up my computer or something. And then inevitably, over time, I would I would hear things. And I'd be like, basically, what happened was <laughs> like, Ramona Singer, was, Ramona Singer, yeah. <laughs> came on the screen, said literally anything that came out of her crazy, crazy mouth. And I was like, I I'm hooked. I need to watch all of this. Uh, this this is it. It made it make sense. And weirdly enough, you fell in love with the Ramona Singer, Jules Zer- Jules Zarin, yeah, early days. Um, and uh, an Alex dynamic. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, was like yeah. the central like tension that you became very interested. And in. what's funny is like again, I think there's there's this perception of these shows as being trashy, and they are a bit trashy, but that's like what's good about them. But like, I guess like, the, it's it's just it's it's it's. It's so exaggerated and so fantastic and just such a weird example of like what humanity can be in, in ways that are both good and bad that it's hard not to enjoy it. once you get into it. It actually made me appreciate I don't I never really liked wrestling, but I appreciate the idea of wrestling so much more because that's what it is. It's all like this sort of weird, what's it? Posturing. Like, posturing yeah. and like, f- you know, fake uh, social throws it's from a 20 really, foot ladder down into a bunch of broken yeah, glass. Yeah, it's, it's all fake. It's, yeah. But it's like yeah. really, it's artfully fake, is yeah. what I would say. Yeah, and the more it, artfully fake it is, the better it gets. Um, also, I like, it's actually very much like wrestling, especially like luchadors. What are the, the good guys and the bad guys? The faces and the heels. Right. Like Bravo shows, and they're really good about changing. Like one season, you can be like really into a character, mm-hmm. and then the next season, they like work overtime to make you not like that character. Yeah. And like every, there aren't people who are always bad, and there are people who are always good. It's like they they take you on a Ebbing roller and coaster. Flowing, yeah. yeah. So, so you're ish So your alliances change a lot. And yeah, I think like, you know, and I think to 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 broadly categorize it as just a bunch of yelling is really unfair because there's there's a lot of yelling, but there's also Luann Delisup's falling into a bush. <laughs> Just a leg up like a sail, yep. waving wildly. Just... There's Jax Taylor trying to prove oh, that he God. is that he's a fit man by swimming out as far as he can into the ocean, <laughs> turning around and sadly being like, "Help! You can help me if you want. I might be drowning." And then Sheena being told this story inside and just going, <laughs> <laughs> just cackling away about it. Uh, Super uh, funny. He didn't actually can drown. I ask, yeah. How do you guys watch these? I like to use. Um, I like to use like kind of like save them up into like strings. So mm-hmm. like I'll save like three to five and then watch them in one go. So I like like little mini binges. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. What that's kind of like how do. I would think to do it too. Because if you don't do that, then it does. Like you need because like you have to keep track of these narrative threads, which are, are more abundant than you would think. Yes. If you want one to start with, I really don't think there's a show that's better than Vanderpump Rules. Oh, my God. Vanderpump Rules is the best they it's got. It's so good. Um, it starts off a bit weird, but I think someone pointed out that the idea, the joy is not that you're supposed to relate to these people. It's that you are 
supposed to be unable to relate to them because they are terrible. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't... they then they grow, and they're also kind of like a bunch of like boobs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to watch them, but it's very low stakes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think Vanderpump Rules is good. I like Southern Charm, but mm-hmm. Southern Charm just starts dark and just gets darker and darker oh my God. and darker. Southern Charm, there was an episode that was so explosive that we got to Thomas's house for your bachelorette party, and Thomas was like, you have to watch it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 that's a very so dark So that you guys could talk about it. It's a very yeah. dark show. Mm. Um, that's you, getting racist. Is that what it was? Oh. That's uh, almost racist. Oh, man. Nelson. Nelson. That was Southern Charm. That's almost racist. Oh, my God. It's not almost. It is. It is. It is racist. That was really funny. That's a, yeah, that's a Savannah though, not not fully Southern Charm. Um, so sorry. And then you just got to find the Real Housewives franchise that is for you, because yeah, there is one for everybody. Absolutely, me, New York. New York is probably mine. Yeah, yeah. I would also go with. Uh, are they Beverly actually Hills. New York or are they in Jersey? New York, New York, Jersey is different. Jersey, Jersey is, is different. different. Not for me personally. Yeah, in the first couple seasons, there's nothing finer, but. It's harder because they're more about family fighting, which I don't like to watch mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. I want to watch. I want to watch some. <laughs> you like, want to watch women who pretend to be friends? Yes, and fight. Who Absolutely. are kind of rich, but maybe not rich. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. I'm trying to go the other franchises I really like. I used to like Bev Hills a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be the best of the best. But who's on Bev Hills now? That's crazy. Oh, uh, Denise. Yes, Denise Richards. <sighs> yep. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I need to actually I'm curious come back how to that's going to go. I need to come back to it. Apparently, she's great at it. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. On there. Oh, my God. It. Uh, this is not related, but does remind me always of my favorite trashy television show, which was Bad Girls Club. <laughs> sure. Similar. <laughs> which yes. is... Uh, actually, I think it's worse because it is just girls acting. Like, terribly. Terribly. That's an like, oxygen terribly show, behaved. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's on anymore. Very it's unfortunate. It's yeah. unfortunate. Um, but they gave them a, a, a computer screen that was a full wall size so that you had zero privacy. <laughs> like, you could not send a private email. It was a full, like, this full wall was, like, the t- the computer screen. That was, like, Jesus. more in the vein of, like, a Rock of Love VH1 yes. property, right? I like those, too, but it's, they're not, it's they not, don't have as much history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more yeah. of a real world-esque. Uh, Got it. Yep, but, but if they didn't change but, the cast every year, they did ca- change the cast oh, pretty okay, frequently. Okay. That's um, why that's why it doesn't have as much history. Hmm. But you can't have too much turnover. Yeah, but for, they like, they on. definitely brought some people back and forth. Every once in a while, I think about there was a girl who's dating a guy who had to listen to um, Jukebox Hero every night before he went to sleep. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so is... she was in this bed with this man, and he pulls out his iPod and like is putting in his headphones as he's telling her this and then they just slowly play jukebox hero as they zoom out from the house jukebox hero <laughs> oh it's with fine editing wow. in his eyes. yeah sorry divergence uh, no no i don't know that's all i've got to say yeah what do you got for category um this is a person of taste and reassignment excellent i consider myself to be a person of good taste but i also feel like i'm able to dig around in the the chaff and find find a Find a, a grain of wheat here and there. Nice. I called this fan dumb. D-U-M-B. <laughs> <laughs> fan of dumb things. Fan of dumb things. Excellent. Uh, I went with, again, because I think like if you are on this hill uh, willing to die and you need help, you simply need to to play as loudly as possible any clip of Dorinda Bedley saying anything. And people will Dorinda! Un- Dorinda. And people will understand. Giovanni! So. Exactly. So I said the Alps. 
<laughs> I think it goes over to Kelly. Fan oh, of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This is easy. This is easy, Kelly. You did. Thanks, guys. Um, so next on the list is me. What is my my second hill I'll die on? Guys, it's the J.J. Abrams is a hack. Uh, I, I, I honestly like... <sighs> Take a deep breath there. So this one really pisses me off because I feel like J.J. Abrams is like one of the least competent filmmakers in the history of the world. He's been given the reins of two properties, two, two uh, media properties, Star Trek and Star Wars, that are actually culturally important to people like when you look back star trek is legitimately an important tv show not so much film series but like tv <laughs> show that has like had a big impact on like the way we view the world and is, is a great is existed as a great mirror to society and the ills and failures of society for for decades and something needs to be celebrated and acknowledged um he took it and made it the worst most bullshit action movie I've ever seen, and also put a hat on Spock at some point, which just looks so dumb. And put a hat on him? Oh yeah, at one point I remember one of the things that I found most egregious about the second uh, of his movies, that uh, his Star Trek movies, was that um, the Starfleet uniforms. There's like an extra military version, and he just has like a goofy like military hat what kind with of a hat? like a I don't know. Uh, Google it. Yeah, it's 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 something worth Google. I think like it's it's a very sort of standard military militant looking thing, which again is 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 in and of itself sort of counter to the whole point of Starfleet. Again, like I think basically what's happened is this man who does not actually understand on a basic level. <laughs> <You find that? laughs> yeah. Um, Mary no. just chuckles uh-huh. over there. No, but I just typed in Spock hat. Oh God! And it meant that it was a bunch of hats that made you look like you had Spock ears. Oh, that's, ears, that's yeah. I mean, glad there's a market for that. But like, you know, this man took this thing that is important, is social, re- socially relevant, and like means a lot emotionally to a lot of people, and like just really shitted it up. And then like his second movie was a, was a rehashing of The Wrath of Khan, the only truly great Star Trek movie. Ah, like all he all he knows how to do is take existing things and like try to repackage them because it's the cheapest way to make a lot of money. Same with Star Wars. What was? Um, Can I stop you right there please, for a second? Please, yeah. You know, in the Star Trek movies, that he thought that had the, those Dyson hand dryers looked very futuristic, so they're like sprinkled throughout. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the the air blades are all over the place. God damn it! God damn it! JJ. I just thought that was so funny. You I might just, be the uh, only person to be really mad about Spock's hat. I'm not coming up with any. Oh uh, well, it's 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 his his ears poke out. They get pressed out and poked out on the side. It's ridiculous. That's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. But also, like, what did he do with when he got Star Wars? He remade. A, a New Hope, but like yep. with weird, gross enthusiasm and secret Beastie Boys references. I suppose the public Beastie Boys references you made. I wonder how many Dyson airblades are in there. <laughs> I mean, probably more more airblades than life, lightsabers, frankly. I wouldn't know. I famously yeah. have only seen uh, the Phantom Menace. It's <laughs> 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 the only Star Wars movie I've seen. You Is have, that true? You have to. Oh keep man, that up. yeah. Like at this point, don't change. <laughs> you have to keep that. Like up I want to say that I want to say that like you should watch the original trilogy, but like don't. You you're you're a gym, Kelly. Say the way you <laughs> famously are. Famously, have seen only the worst movie. It's great. Well, yeah, mm, eh, they're all like pretty the bad. Third of the. But I would argue uh, to 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 really rant on this a little bit further. I feel like the the prequels were bad. Mo- they're poorly written movies, but the story they told was at least like interesting kind of if you take about the horrible writing and the sort of weak performances in the bad they at effects. least were taking wild swings at something yeah they tried they tried something that was actually new <laughs> and that's com- more commendable than rehashing existing things and admittedly I'd appreciate that Star Wars was just a rehash of like Flash Gordon and with like by someone who read the work of Joseph Campbell but like find somebody who can make something interesting like the fact that he's directing the final stories movie means that I'm not going to see it I just don't give a shit anymore like I'm, I'm so burned out 
on his hack directing and shit skills that I'm just not, I'm not interested. So I have to watch it for Space Bros. But I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I found a picture of the hat finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like. It's it's a hat that you would look really good in, Kelly. Oh, thanks. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those hats. Okay, <laughs> it's like um, it's like a military officer hat where it's sort of like a baseball hat with a tiny little brim, and then it has like a big, uh, like a, a um, beret on top yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you? Yesterday when I was at Antiques and Pierce, I got very mad because that we weren't looking for hats then because I saw like a band. <gasps> Band hat. Oh, oh, like, oh man! I was just like, oh goddamn! How much was that oh, hat? I did not look. Mm. Oh my Would god! Would you have been willing to buy and it? We get some Spock ears. Buy that band leader hat. Yeah. Put it on. And see where that takes us. Yeah. I can tell you where it is. Second floor. Nice. Don't tell. Shh, don't tell the listeners. Before the glass place. Oh no! <laughs> before the glass. What? Before the glass place. Got. It. So it's like mm. before that wall. Got it. Was it fuzzy? No. It was like one of the full-on like band like marching hats. Oh, like seventy-six trombone flood <laughs> parade. Yes. I was imagining like a the big fuzzy, oh the big like, fuzzy one. Yeah, if that was there, I would have purchased that. I'm not crazy. <laughs> that song really just reveals to me that I don't know that much about band instruments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. I think that, no offense, J.J. Abrams is a classic example of fandom. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, <laughs> he's like dumb. fandom. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. He's, he is, uh, it's like they found the dumbest fan of Star Trek and Star Wars. Like, hey, why don't you want to make a movie? We don't want millions of dollars to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so disappointed in our current trend. And I know this has been trod over millions of times, yeah. so I will not talk of it. But, like, just stop <clears throat> remaking everything. Yeah. I, just, Do you know what you both, both of you sound like? <laughs> What's that? Old man yells at clouds. Oh no! <laughs> Which is where my category comes from. I'm not from. yelling at a cloud. I'm just saying I'm, I'm disappointed at JJ by Abrams. it. Here's, I'm not yelling. I'm not mad at the cloud. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> grandmother yell. Grandmother disappointed. I just cloud. choose not to spend my money going to movies. I don't know. Yeah, just right. don't choose not to uh, to, to patronize the cloud. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like the cloud. I don't even. It's just. It's just there, and it's fine. You can do it at once. Beyonce can yeah. be Nala. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh man, have you seen the clips of the Lion King? It is chilling because no. those animals don't emote. Oh, <laughs> okay. Imagine a creature that doesn't emote singing "Be Prepared." <laughs> Imagine an animal that doesn't emote. Because they're they're photorealistic. A, yeah. a lion doesn't have that big of a range of emotions. Imagine them singing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Weird. Side note, I pointed out to Mary the other day, most uh, most Disney romance, the moments are like, the, the end result of most uh, Disney romances is marriage, because that's wholesome, right? Yes. But um, The Lion King, it's definitely like doing it. Like that's 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 what that song <laughs> is that was how about. Lions do it, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, presumably. I mean, they but, like, paw it. If it's a, if it's a cat, it is like the o- it is the only <laughs> like, like uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only like uh, romantic song in a Disney movie that's clearly about like getting down, not getting hitched. So it's wild because lions, lions, lions can't get married. This is, we don't live in a uh, abomination. Yeah. Yes, God, as we all know. <laughs> um, but because I think that this is a old man yells like it, it's not because i agree with you but it's also like to, to argue this is to decide that people are going to be like man get with the times like Ugh. i get it i mean I, I know that like the fact that hollywood's making a bunch of shit movies doesn't mean like good things aren't getting made 
I mean, it's like true. that's that's there something to keep in mind too. And, and we will, uh, in history, will forget all of the garbage, well, most of the garbage, or find or find gems within the garbage that need to be celebrated. But yeah. like, you know, I think it is. It it's is, worth being sad about properties that meant a lot to you, especially your childhood yeah. being basically turned into. Um, money printing machines by Disney who don't really care so much about the quality. Like, that is Yeah, dark. and it's it admittedly, like, it, the original Star Wars was, was clearly, like, uh, motivated by money, but, like, still managed to, like, mean something. I can't speak because I haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard that those first movies are pretty jankety looking. I mean, like, the first, first one. Well, they're not, they're not, I mean, they were... Revolutionary at the they time. They were revolutionary yeah. at the time. And have a certain But they charm, were not, yeah. you're right, they're not, like, uh... They're not, I think we potentially what you're getting around to is it's not like just another action movie throw yes. it together like Jerry Bruckheimer would not have made these yes. movies yeah, yeah, yeah. they are they seem they are more passion project than they aren't yes. the people who were making them were like figuring stuff out and it was like the thrill the thrill of of creating something that's artistic mm-hmm. versus being like nah we got the right people the right time throwing people some special play, effects people will pay for laser swords yeah totally yeah. <laughs> give the people laser swords <laughs> um, it's not a choco taco situation they didn't, they didn't the numbers didn't all add up but they did uh, come up with the idea while walking through a desert but I feel like this is definitely definitely yeah. a kill that you would fight with someone who is younger with you about and who is like who's like no man the red and you would be like trilogy more like swillogy am i right so more like swillogy is my my category (laughs) excellent excellent uh i went with because i have actually made the mistake of of like seeing many of these these movies i've seen like i think both the jj abrams star trek and the one star wars movie he directed with high hopes gun thinking very like this is gonna be great immediately felt very disappointed uh so i put in the effort was twenty of the end, so I went with uh, Sisyphus's Hill again. I think Mary gets it. It's fine. I can, yeah. I mean, or do you want to give it to me? Or it's a split. It's it? a split between you two, but I think Mary gets it this time. So, Agree. yeah. Boom. Uh, so the final category or final uh topic to categorize on our list is mine, and it is that a hot dog is not a sandwich. Do you like the argument that I put? I in do here? like the argument, and I will get to that. Uh, I don't. Re- I didn't look up what that argument is called. Do you remember? What do you mean? But that so there is a big discussion right now oh, about oh, whether or not I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich or not, and it is not. Let me tell you why. It is a cylindrical meat. A tube. A, it's tube. a tube food. It is a tube food. I do not think that that a tube food can be on a sandwich. We've all experienced when a uh, tubed food is served on a piece of bread. Oof. When our friend Jeff ordered a, <laughs> a sausage at a, at a, a a local establishment at a German bar and got served a a Polish on a piece of rye bread, and we all basically pointed and laughed at him <laughs> for a long time. For a long time, that you cannot serve a cylindrical meat on a piece of bread. It's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So this argument came up because um, in New York City, um, they have certain tax rules according to what kind of food you are purchasing. And they categorized hot dogs and burritos additionally, which is also really insulting. Yes. Uh, anything made on bread, like if you have like a bagel with some schmear, um, a wrap, 
any of those things are cons- are categorized as a sandwich. Yes. And the New York Times took this on and tried to figure out exactly what what a sandwich, a sandwich is consists of. If a if a hot dog is a sandwich, why would that be? Yeah. And then they put together this um, this big kind of flow chart of all the different ways that someone would think a sandwich was a or a hot dog was a sandwich. Like if you think a taco is a sandwich. Or if you think like a hot dog is a sandwich or can't be a sandwich because of its shape, then you think it's more like a taco. That means you're this kind. You're making this kind of argument. Yes. And I don't remember the name of the rule, but they basically say that a hot dog is actually a taco. I will tell you that it is not a taco either. Here's why. If somebody served you a hot dog wrapped in a tortilla, you'd be pretty insulted, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alternatively, if somebody tried to give you a taco in a hot dog bun, you'd be pretty mad. Yeah, that'd be. I'd just really be confused. Yeah, like, that might oh, be. God. That would be yeah. better than a hot dog wrapped in a tortilla. Because that's. I but mean, like, I don't I mean, know about that. Eating a hot dog unto itself is not a pleasant experience. You have to have that thickness of bread. Yes. To make it good. Because um, it's weird. So, I just think it's crazy. It's obviously its own separate thing. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, um, like <laughs> people who think it's who think it is are are just categorically wrong. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I will turn to our Lord and Savior, uh, uh, Library of Con- Congress subject headings oh. to help oh. prove my point. Whoa! Pull out the big guns. Holy so, shit! So, uh, hot dogs are classified as frankfurters, which mm. I think is hilarious in itself. Uh, the other thing that comes up when you search for hot dogs is hot dogging, water ski tricks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> are they are they all wa- hot water ski tricks? Yeah, <laughs> that's how they that's how it's ca- that's how they classify oh. it. I, I knew that hot dogging was like showing off, but is a is that where it comes from? Hot dogging yeah. is a water ski trick. That's huh. really funny. That's yeah. really funny. Um. So they don't have anything that actually alludes to the Frankfurter itself. Where you have to look is in the bread. Mm. So hot dog rolls is its own separate subject heading. Its broader category is bread, Mm. which automatically tells you that bread and hot dog buns are different things. Therefore, a hot dog cannot be a sandwich. Goddamn. 33% of Americans would want to fight with you about this hill. I think they're wrong. Yeah. They should come here. Come here and see how it is. Or maybe they come just... Come here and eat a brat. Come here and eat a brat. Come get on this hill with me. Maybe they need and to... And kill me. Yeah. <laughs> um, hot dog is not a sandwich. I'm trying to... I mean, like, it is hard when you start talking about it. I mean, the answer is that... And that's what this whole show really is about. <laughs> if you really get right down to it, if you want to get philosophical. I've drunk most of my half bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um is that like categories are very meaningful to people like how we think about things and even if you can't like intellectualize it exactly it's like you feel i think that categorizing stuff is very natural it's something that our brain wants to do i think it's why when we like you read about like why we see faces and clouds and stuff it's because we like want to make order naturally out of the world we see around us and to some point it's like instinctual like why do we know what the best category is we just know it's the thing that like tickled us the most. It's the thing that like seemed to make the most sense in our brains at the time. And how we always get different categories from each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's what always amazes me is how it always like we everybody not, always takes a tag. <laughs> we are on episode forty and we have not had a repeat. Really, not yet. Yeah. Pretty crazy. The world right. is a mystical place and categories only make it to some degree more mystical. So the more the merrier, mm-hmm. right? 
I should always drink half a bottle of wine while I do this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are categories? I went with because I... Because a hot dog looks like a dick. He went with a great Tetons. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Um, Redwood Forest National Park. Um, um, you were going for hills, not forests. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> can't just be National Park theme. Oh. <laughs> um, so I think because of this, um, this is this is a topic that like, has spawned a certain level of contention amongst people. Uh, the world because it's it's just like i don't know it's, it's something that is easy to debate about but it, like it, weirdly well not again like it, it's it triggers debate for some reason um and it is food based so this is a bit of an, a bit of a loose uh, calling this a hill is a bit loose candy mountain hamburger hill chocolate lava cake because <laughs> it's like a volcano but food you like it yeah, I like there you go. It. um the reason that this is a debate is that everybody in their heart and soul knows that a hot dog is not a sandwich. You are yeah. echoing into your parrot mug right now. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that this is a debate is because that everybody alive knows that a hot dog is not a sandwich. It's obvious and clear to all of humanity. However, it's pretty hard to define exactly why a hot dog is not a sandwich. And the people who want to just see the world burn, categorically speaking, are like, why isn't a hot dog a sandwich? And they make you run around and prove your case. But you know what? The bur- the proof, uh, the burden of proof lies with the prosecutor. So prove to me that a hot dog is a sandwich, is what I say. And that's why this is a frienders game. <laughs> <laughs> I called this a uh, pendantry of Paul Hollywood. It's you. Uh, I knew when you said it, I knew it was for this category. Yep, 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 I knew it was yep. for this item. And I was like, in my it's, mind, like this entire episode, I just had that bookmark yeah, yeah. like what it has to be. Nice. Absolutely. Point that doesn't exist goes to Kelly. Oh, man. Thank you. You know that Paul Hollywood has like, <laughs> this is going to sound way dirty and I don't mean it that way. Paul Hollywood <laughs> has so many ideas of like bread stuffs to stuff sausages. And oh, he's got <laughs> so many ideas, buddy. <laughs> It's not even pervy, but it could be. I was trying. But also, it's pervy. So, like, I, I do mean it that way, personally. I have seen Paul Hollywood. So hard to somehow relate it to that one time where a woman on a bake-off during bread week needed something to proof a little faster, so she put it in the microwave in front of Paul. <laughs> needed. <laughs> but it worked, right? It worked perfectly. And he was uh, like, damn it. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Uh, so that's how I was kind of, I was trying to get it that way, but it didn't work. So we just had to go with alliteration. Love it. All right. Well, that was our list. We did it. We did it. Yay. Yay. Uh, I'm not satisfied. Oh, no. The hill I'll die on us. We need six more. No. Oh, no. More. We can do a part two. There, we have a lot of opinions to share. <laughs> no worries. Though when asked to give, to put this list together, I found myself being one of the more, I think I'm one of the more opinionated people I know. Yeah. And when asked to put this list together, I was like, I don't know. I think I the trick is we yeah. start documenting all of our very strongly held opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the purposes of the show. Anyway, speaking of the show, thanks for listening to this show, guys. You're the best. We love you. Um, and if you want to keep listening to it, you should subscribe on your service of choice, be that Spotify, Google Play, uh, slash YouTube Music, if they've changed it by this point, the time this releases. I don't know. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Your Google service. Yeah, you're, whatever you're using on your Android phone. Fine. Um, Hateful. I, you know what? No. Embracing. <laughs> Whatever. Does Google run Android? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher is also an option too. So there's that. Anyway, Isn't it um, crazy that we basically allowed like two people to control all of our phones? Yes. Yes. It what, is what actually. We, what are we doing? 
anyway. don't know. That's a topic for a different day. Worth categorizing. Um, so thanks again, as always. Uh, please uh, follow, uh, subscribe, rate, and if you have the time, give a review. It takes like literally a second. Yeah, like to, what, how much time? How much time do you have to spend on things that aren't? <laughs> we all this? really are on half a bottle of wine. Yeah. We're like, hey, 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 you're wonderful. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. You're, You're beautiful. So pretty. Um, I love that outfit on you. You look great. I could never wear that. Uh, and then uh, and then you have to tell me, yeah, of course oh, you could. You know, of course oh, you look so could. good in it. Actually waiting for the Try audience. it on right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell us on our social media that we will look great in that outfit. Uh, and keep being great, guys. Thanks as always. Bye. 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 We're best friends now. <laughs> <laughs>